Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, we're laughing because Zoom, which we record these uh, pod chats on, has just decided to have an announcement of a very um, electronic voice that says, this meeting is being recorded. And doesn't sound anything like that. But anyway, it makes us smile when it does it. Today, we want to talk about something rather exciting. If you listen to our very first introductory podcast, you would know that Jo has a body shop business. Um, and she also is part of Raspberry Flamingo. She's a content writer and a key account manager for Raspberry Flamingo. She's just launched another business. So I think it's probably just worth me handing over to Jo. Thank you very much indeed. So, yes, it sounds as if I've got my fingers in lots of pies, doesn't it? But um, just very recently, I have, as Claire said, a, a very exciting uh, new project. Well, this isn't a new project. It is a new business. It is a coaching business. And how it started was, for those of you that don't know, about 18 months or so, nearly two years, in fact, um, ago, I was made redundant, hence the reason I picked up the body shop business and um, quite fortunately started working with Claire. But I never really felt that I knew where I belonged, what I wanted to do. Um, and I didn't realise how lost I had become in the corporate world. Um, and I've said this on a number of occasions, so I'll not go into too much detail, but 20 plus years in corporate kind of took it all out of me. And they were very serious jobs that I had. Um, the last one in an audit role just didn't really let me be myself. And five years of doing that role, um, I had kind of depleted my sense of humour, um, my creativity, let's just say, and... I was feeling completely lost and didn't know who I was, to put it in a nutshell. Um, in the last 18 months, things have changed massively. I've always been pretty rubbish at asking for help. And I don't know why that was, but I just always felt I had to do things by myself. Um, almost to prove the point that I could get things done, that I was worthy of getting things done and could do that by me just working hard and getting everything to where I wanted to get to. And I'm kind of talking around this in a way that is typical of me, isn't it? Because I've finally found myself, finally started to ask for help. And that's where the coaching business came from because it has made me realize that everybody needs help at some point. Everybody needs to have some guidance, and if you don't, you are probably one in, I don't know how many million. Um, it has taught me so much about myself, working with Claire and Claire over the last, certainly over the last 12 months. Um, I did do a teaching degree, graduated in 1994, but I've always been a kind of nurturing person, always wanted to help people out and would put others before me. Um, and I've realised I got to a point where things were coming up for me, opportunities were coming up for me, 
where I probably wouldn't have taken those opportunities in the past. I think it's probably safe to say, isn't it? I'd have avoided them rather than taking any risks or putting myself out there. And the people that I have come across in the last 12 months, certainly, the people who are showing support for me now, there are those who have supported me for years and years and years. There are new people that have come into my life that have just taken it to the next level. And working with you two has been phenomenal because you've given me the confidence as well to just do it. And I learned so much about business from you two. I learned so much about just getting yourself across, just getting yourself out there. I've also been in a book collaboration, which I've dreamt of doing, of actually putting my story in writing for a long, long time. Um, and meeting the people through the book collaboration, which is due to launch on the 30th of June. So it will have gone out, in fact, won't it? It will have out when this podcast published, yeah? It will. I will be a published author by then. Um, that has just shown me so much as well. And that was what gave me the final kick to say, do you know what? I'm going to launch my own business. I am going to be a coach. And I worked out that that was where I should be. I'd kind of lost my purpose. And having seen the changes and the shift in the clients that I have been speaking to and been working with, even in the last six weeks, has been phenomenal. And it's a feeling of being able to give something back, sometimes just by listening. And that's what we all do, isn't it? We just sit sometimes and listen to each other. And we can all go on, we can all talk. <laughs> quite a lot um, but sometimes that's all that you need so I couldn't quite decide which area I wanted to focus on until I'd written my story for the book collaboration and then I realized it's this kind of midlife place that we get to where in some ways you lose confidence because you don't know what what you've become and you've lost a certain element of your personality you've lost a certain element of your confidence in other ways, you just think stuff it. And you go out there because your confidence just seems to have grown massively and you just don't care what people think of you anymore. So there's kind of two sides to it. But I think menopause then hits as well, doesn't it? And that just shoots you just, it's mind blowing. Um, and there's so many areas that even in the, the clients that I've been speaking to over the last few weeks, so many areas that... I wouldn't say that I've been through, but I've experienced some of those things to a degree. And that's where I feel the expertise comes in. Because from a coaching perspective, you never want to say, oh yeah, I've been there, I know how it feels. You listen to them talking to you. You're not giving them suggestions. You're actually helping those people find their own solutions because you're giving them the space. You're giving them a safe space just to talk things through. And yes, I, I use NLP techniques as well. And we were just talking before we started doing the recording, Claire said, well, last thing I heard, you'd, you'd applied for this course and it was costing an awful lot of money. And then you wanted your money back because it was gonna duplicate what you were doing elsewhere. And yeah, it was. But one of the things that I've learned is just stop being the spoiled brat that I always used to think I was because I've kind of put my big girl pants on and thought, I'm the only person that would be losing out from not doing this qualification. You know, that the coaching business is nowhere near as regulated as any of the other businesses I've worked in before. Um, 
it is entirely up to you if you go for professional qualifications and recognize qualifications or not, but you can never learn enough. There is always something more to learn out there. And so I put my big girl pants on and thought, I'm the only person that would lose out if I kicked and stamped and screamed and wanted my money back for this. Why not just accept what you've done, take ownership for the action that you took and go ahead and learn more. And everything has been positive that's come out of it. Met so many lovely people, so many connections out of it. So my coaching business is now officially launched. I am the midlife clarity coach. <laughs> and it's awesome. I absolutely love it. So that's it in a nutshell. There we are. And I feel like a whole new person. End off. <laughs> Claire and I purposefully don't say anything to see what happens next. <laughs> yes, it's it's that magic silence, isn't it? And I would have just sat there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm truly grateful for this opportunity also to talk about it because there is still an element of self-sabotage in all of us, I think. And no matter how confident you feel about your own business and about yourself there'll always be an element just just hold you back at a really inopportune moment when you want to get something out there. So for me to sit here and talk about it now, I am so grateful for because I've done it. Now I'll just read you a little meme that I saw on social media and I've saved it on my phone. Go ahead. I just love this so much and I'm going to read it every single day to myself. Mm -hmm. And it's just so apt. It says today's message. Let me just put my glasses on so I don't get it wrong. It says, you can't fuck up anything that is meant for you. So stop being so scared of what will happen. Trust your intuition and let your heart and soul guide you on this journey. I promise you, you cannot mess anything up that is meant for you. So powerful that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that just says it all, doesn't it? It's yeah. just what you were saying there about self-sabotage and stuff. A lot of us... Even when we're very confident in who we are as individuals, when it comes to a new project or something like that, we'll very often go, oh, should I be doing it? Can I do it? I don't know how to do that element of it. Therefore, I won't do all of it. Yeah. Um, and you put things off and put things off and put things off. And, you know, with this new business, you've actually gone, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I believe this is what I'm meant to do. And that's exactly what that's saying. Yeah. It's saying if it's the right thing, you can't mess it up. Yeah. And, and, and I just I just think it's amazing. I think I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing because finally you've got your thing. And I, I've always felt that there has been something, but I just didn't know what it was, did I? And I just felt like I was going from one thing to another you know we've gone from one network marketing business to another I've gone to another to another I never really thought the body shop business was going to be me a hundred percent it's still there it's still running it still operates and I love my customers I absolutely adore working with you I've learned so much from that and we have such a good time doing it and the results that we are finding for our customers and our clients is superb. And that gives us all a stack of confidence. But for me to actually have something of my own as well, that I can make a difference in, 
it just puts a smile on my face every single day. And I just love seeing the transformation in these people. And, it, you know, it's just, it's awesome. I can't even, I can't explain what it feels like. Just amazing. So are you, are you, con I mean, the name of it says midlife. Yeah. You talked about menopause. Yeah. Does that mean you're only working with women? No, it doesn't. Um, that was primarily where my focus was going to be. And I would imagine there will be, well, I know I've done the research to prove it. There are plenty of people out there who want that. But that doesn't preclude me having sessions. It doesn't preclude the male population. It doesn't preclude even children because actually the NLP techniques and the coaching techniques that I've learned work just as effectively with anybody else. Um, you know, I've just seen a massive transformation in a 14 year old child who was absolutely petrified of going into her tests. And she messaged me the other day and we did one discovery session. We just had one call and I did one little technique with her and she went into her test without getting all nervous about it. She's come out of one of them with 95%. And that is an absolute boom moment. I was, I mean, I could have cried. I do get quite emotional after I've spoken to my clients because for me to think I'm able to help them go through the same shifts that I've gone through. So I actually do have a male client as well. Um, am I as confident with male clients? Well, yes, because it's the coaching itself, isn't it? So albeit, I, I mean, that's why I said midlife clarity, it doesn't really matter whether it's male or female, it's whoever comes in. I'm, the niche is kind of the midlife area, albeit yes, it was one child, but it was her mother that came to me first. So there's, a, there's an element of that in it. The reason I asked was because I think men have a difficult time understanding the changes women go through. Yeah. And it may be that you could help some men actually understand yeah. female midlife as well. Yes. Yeah, just, a, just a thought. Is it, is it the andropause that men, is it called the andropause that men go through? No idea. I'm not a man. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I think it's the andropause. I know you're not a man. I'm, I'm not a man either, believe it or not. But yeah. <laughs> They definitely go through a lot that we don't understand, just like they don't understand what we go through. Absolutely. So if there is anybody out there who is looking for one-to-one -one coaching, um, you know, we can have a discovery call. We can set that up and just have a chat. And if it's a fit, then it works. Absolutely wonderful. So we also sort of, with this pod chat, wrote Overwhelmed Down. Yeah. Do you want to lead us into that? So... Also, because I mentioned about having signed up for this <clears throat> other course, I have been seeing a coach for um, the last two or three months anyway. Um, what happened was I went on a weekend self-mastery for NLP, neuro-linguistic programming um, course. And in the heat of the moment, as you do, it was fantastic. You see results and you sign up for these things. Um, signed up for these courses and then realized actually now that I look back it's going to 
duplicate what I'm already doing with my other coach on top of everything else, on top of the building work, on top of the garden work, on top of the fact we're getting the puppy. And I just felt my head was going to explode. And that was one of the reasons that I'd asked to get my money back from that. It was an awful lot of learning. Um, but as I say, then when I stepped back and took the time to think about it logically, rather than letting the overwhelm take over, stepped back away from it and saw it was going to be a positive. There have been times when I felt purely overwhelmed by the amount of work that we've had on as well, Claire. Um, and that's the point where I start to find the distractions that we've spoken about in another pod chat, but also do start to panic and lose confidence, or I did do, did do in the past. Um, I think the sense of overwhelm that people feel does drive you to illogical thought as well. And if you try and get yourself to rational thinking just by stepping back away from it, looking at what's important to you and then working through that first, then you will get through it. But we've all been through overwhelm at times, haven't we? Claire? Yeah, for me, it was last week, to be fair, because I've got the, the building work going on at home is in various different stages. Things have happened, things are yet to happen. And because I rent my flat, I have to go through a letting agent, then get the agreement from the landlord and then go back to the supplier. And it's a lot of spinning plates, as well as it being an incredibly busy time for my work. And then the caravans rented out for, I think, 36 days on the bound with four different people and driving it here, there and everywhere and making sure it's ready. And then there's Iris to sort out and then we're going away on our trip. And and I was just getting to the point of like... Um, but I think... A raspberry that Claire was blowing, she was using hand gestures <laughs> to indicate her head was about to explode. Yeah, I, I felt like my head was going to explode. It's like, I, how much more can I do? And, and I, I think I turned it round, I think, towards the end of the week when I thought, right, what do I have to absolutely get done? I've promised this for this client by the end of the week. Now, the end of the week for me last week was Thursday morning. Um, and then I just thought, busy people get more done. I just, that one little thought actually helped me turn the whole thing round of feeling overwhelmed because client work was getting done. I, the, there's four or five projects that are back with the client now. So I didn't need to do anything else on those projects, nor did I need to chase it yet. I can chase that this week. And whereas I've been away for the weekend, I got back late last night. We're doing the podcast today, which is scheduled. We always do it. I would normally jump back on and straight back into work, but I've not. On Thursday, I put my out of office on till tomorrow morning. Yeah, I've got 199 emails sitting in my inbox. I know most of them were spam and rubbish that I don't need to do anything with other than delete. But I've kind of bought myself that time because I thought I've done the things that need doing. The, the painter's here now on the building project. I'm waiting on people to call me to have the heaters fitted. So I don't need to do anything about that. That can sit where it's at. I know the, the caravan's outside the flat at the minute because I got back in it last night and it needs uh, a quick wipe round and a, a hoover before I take it to where it's going today because we cleaned down really well before we left yesterday. So that's not a big thing. It's just something that's on the list to do. The repair popped up last week. It got sorted straight away, job done. Uh, and, and I just think that it's the mindset. I mean, I had something pop up yesterday. It was in the cafe yesterday on a Sunday. 
And I did look at my emails because I can't not. I, I think I looked at them twice in four days, which is a record. And PayPal automated payments gone out of my business bank account. I was like, what's that for? I don't even recognise what that is. And I had about probably half an hour of thinking, why has that gone out? Where's it gone from? What's going to happen? And actually through having a walk for a bit and thinking, well, I've replied to them and said, what's this? I want a refund. Do not take the money. There's nothing else I can do about that now. I've, I've, I've given them my intent and request. What can I do on the flip side of that if that takes a long time to come back in? Well, all these projects are at a stage of invoice or a conversation with a client to be at a stage of invoice. So rather than worrying about what's gone and what needs to come back, worry about what's coming in or focus on what's coming in. And I think it's those little things that sometimes when you're in the state of overwhelm or you're in a very reactive place, you can actually make any situation feel worse. That, that phrase, making a mountain out of a molehill, comes to mind. Yeah. Your brain's gone, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. What am I going to do? I can't do anything. And you, you just kind of disintegrate. But I think... I had a really relaxing weekend, which is where another another topic's come up. Because I just thought, I've done as much as I can physically possibly do this week. Anything else can wait. Yeah. And the banking sort of issue yesterday could cause an issue, but there's something positive I can do that, about that this afternoon. So what's the point in worrying about that? I think that... We tend to, as people, worry about things unnecessarily and that makes the situation worse internally. And things that you're not in control of are what create a lot of your overwhelm. You know, it's because we do worry about things that we're not in control of and you just wish you could switch off, don't you? And, you know, just not worry about it. Claire's smiling. She's obviously got something else to add. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you. Yes, you. I'm just smiling at you too. I was just, you know, I've I've probably not felt overwhelmed at work for I don't know six, twelve months. I I used to get very overwhelmed before I got you and and Mel on the team. Yeah. Um, and and I used to have to say to people when they were asking for work, it's going to be a minimum of six weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't have to do that anymore. Um. So, yeah, I used to get very overwhelmed, but I've not done for a long time. For me, those stupid, irrational thoughts happen in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, any, anything can be earth-shattering in the middle of the night for me. It's, it's ridiculous where my brain goes in the middle of the night. And then I wake up next day and go, what the hell was that about? Yeah. if you're um, lucky enough that you can switch that off, that is great, isn't it? Because yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just... I'm one of the, I'm a bit too laid back sometimes with things. I, I know that. But as long as I've got things in order, so I know I'm not missing something. So I've got a note of it, mm -hmm. if you get my meaning. Yeah. It doesn't tend to take up much headspace. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll very often look at my plan, my work plan, and go, oh gosh, yeah, I've got that to do. It had, it had gone out my head because I'd made a note of it. Then yeah. I've, it's out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't maintain a lot in my head. Um, I'm quite fortunate that I've never taken work home with me, so to speak. Yeah. Um, 
How so, about yeah, outside of work? Have you been overwhelmed with things outside of work? Because we've spoken predominantly about work, haven't we? I think the last time I was really overwhelmed by things outside of work was when we moved to here. Yeah. Um, and the landlord from the place we'd been renting, who was the best landlord while we were there, the minute we moved out, started this harassment campaign. I can't think of anything else to call it, realistically. Better, really. Um, and goodness knows why, because... I'd given him more than the month's notice. We'd moved out early. We'd had it cleaned. You know, it, yeah, he just he just turned into a bit of a psycho, really. And and since that really affected me, even though I knew I was in the right, mm-hmm. that really did affect me. Um, I mean, since we've had other, uh, people in other of his properties contact me and say we're having horrendous problems have you had ever, ever had them with him so mm. I know it wasn't me personally it's this guy that's a bit weird yeah. um I think probably I've for the last two years two and a half years really I've had quite a calm life um I suppose really since my accident things haven't overwhelmed me particularly personally because that happened and I was that was me done for 18 months wasn't it I couldn't uh, do anything so that you've I, ever been really yeah I had to hand over control of my whole life yeah. I couldn't cook for myself I, you know I couldn't sort my leg out myself I had to have Laura and my dad clean it and dress it and all that sort of stuff. The only thing really I could do was sit up in bed and watch telly. Mm. Um, so I think I learned an awful lot through that experience because having been a single mum for so many years and doing everything for me and Laura and the dogs and things, to then having your own business as well on top of that, to then so I now I'm physically not capable of even getting myself a drink yeah. or walking to the toilet without assistance. It was a very strange thing to have, but you have to surrender to it because you can't mm-hmm. rest it out. And so I guess that changed me quite a lot from the point of view of personal control on how much I do in the house or want to do or... I'm just very laid back in that way as well now, I guess. And I think that's kind of linking back to the business. That's kind of where many of my clients who I've spoken to before are coming from. It's the fact that children are growing up and moving out of home and they're having to let them go and they're no longer controlling that. There's certain elements of life they're no longer in control of. And that's when overwhelm can start setting in, not only, you know, from your personality and, and you just really don't know what characteristics you've got anymore, even because you're just so lost. If you can learn from it somehow, and it's this whole attitude of gratitude, which I absolutely love. And you've definitely taught me that you are so laid back in so many ways, but you trust the signs and the signals that are out there. And you know, if we could just relax ourselves and get to that point where, as you said in, in, in your meme, you can't fuck things up that are meant for you. So, Do you know what? I'm, I'm way behind you two on TV and stuff like that. You know, I don't tend to watch a lot, but we're watching Lucifer at the moment. 
Okay. And we're on season three. Oh, yeah. my, only just. Oof. And we're on season three. We're nearly at the end of season three. And every single, every single episode, I just go, he has just got the best attitude. Yeah. He just does what he wants. He takes control of every situation he wants to be in or not be in. He's not frightened of anything. He just goes in there and does it. And I just think if everybody in the world was like you, it would just be amazing. And isn't that a fantastic way to wrap this up then? Because that's just an awesome attitude to have. Yeah. And anybody who's listening that's not watched Lucifer, honest to God... You have to. And even if you still see Gary from Miranda as you watch it, because I occasionally go back into Miranda phase watching him because, yeah. But his personality swapped into Lucifer. Gary has morphed into Lucifer. They're not exclusive of one another for somehow. Um, but, yeah, watch Lucifer and take a little bit out of his book. And, yeah, as you say, Claire, Maze, yeah. Yeah, what an awesome woman. Brilliant. So, yes. Thank you very much indeed for the opportunity. Um, The main thing I will say to wrap this up about overwhelm is just talk to somebody. Just even step back and just talk to somebody. Breathe and give yourself time to consider everything. Because, you know, by carrying on, digging and digging and digging away, the overwhelm is just likely to grow. And if I'll go we, for a walk. Go for a walk, get some fresh air, just Rack sit down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you will get through it. You've had a pretty shit hot record of getting through things so far, folks. So you will do it again in future. Everything in life is temporary. That's what we absolutely. have. Everything is temporary. Everything is momentary and it will go. On that note, Let's go put the kettle on because it's time for a brew. Bye. Bye.